Yeah, I get I get fancy with lunch sometimes. I got got the time. I eat like the same lunch most days. Oh, really? I think I'm just I'm a creature of habit. What is that lunch? Sandwich? Some kind of sandwich? No, it's not a sandwich. It's a salad because I have eaten salad. It. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I eat. I'm at home every day, like you, John, and like I know I could eat like more, but I I feel like I'm I don't know. I, I feel like that's like meals I can control. Like I, we have, you know, obviously a different dinner every night, but I tend to eat the same thing for breakfast or lunch just because it's easy. Yeah, I, well, breakfast, I almost do exactly the same thing. Every what day. goes into your daily salad, though? Well, we're going to reveal that I, we're, we're going deep we're gonna, here. We're going to spoil the bonus episode. Are we recording yeah. the bonus episode first? first we have yeah, our, we our dessert cut, before we're Nothing having stops our... us from recording the bonus episode first. That's and true. And then strip, snipping it out and then putting it yeah. in to, other than that's our true. own sanity. Yeah. Well, if we want to go deep on this, <laughs> not too deep. I most days have a salad of some kind of greens, like arugula or mixed greens, with shredded carrots, a little bit of goat cheese, and these uh, like crispy chickpeas, basically. Like crispy chickpeas. They're like baked mm. chickpeas, essentially. Oh, so they're they're crunchy and they're salty and they're really good. Like I, I basically switch. I might to those like from... that. I don't normally like chickpeas very much. I, I love do love chickpeas. hummus, but I don't really like just plain chickpeas well i wouldn't just eat like a spoonful of chickpeas personally Helps I, mean, go down. I feel like that would not be my thing <laughs> yeah really <laughs> and then i make my own dressing of like just like a little balsamic vinegar and a little bit of olive oil some salt pepper garlic powder onion powder whip that up throw it on well listeners dan morton and i are about the same height and dan weighs about half of what i do and now i understand why <laughs> so, i think we found out why <laughs> there it is I mean, I, I eat other stuff. You know, I'll have like a banana. I'll have some yogurt and granola. Are we getting in anywhere close now, Lex? Or? I eat some of those things. I eat banana, yogurt, and granola. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The salads that I eat do not match the salads that you eat. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I'm this okay. is what I can make on my own. And like like you, Lex, I think there are probably some things that are in a lot of people's salads that I would not personally be a fan of. But yeah, that's, I mean. Name one. I don't know. Tomatoes, <laughs> oh, gross! Oh, really? Raw tomatoes don't do it. Don't like. Oh my god! I, I'm okay with a. I'm okay with like a tomato sauce. Really love like tomato sauce on pasta and stuff like that. But I cannot I do like a raw tom- tomato. I like tomatoes and salad. Can't do it. Can't do mm. it. The salad that I, I I typically order a salad maybe once a week, and the salad that I get. I I would say barely qualifies as a salad. It yeah. does have it's a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> Any salad that you order is usually not. It, like... it it does start with a I, I don't I know I never say this word aloud, but like a a, a, a mescaline, mescaline mix. Sure, you yeah. have mescaline. You you yep. just hit up you, with you some just... mescaline. And uh, <laughs> then I, I I like to have some hard boiled eggs in there. I like to have oh, yeah. some the mozzarella cheese in there. Maybe then a, when the walls stop bleeding, maybe a fried chicken of some sort, and that's it. That's it. A fried chicken in a salad, sure. Oh, yeah, that's that's what's chicken. doing it right there. An entire fried chicken. Yeah, just put the whole bird. <laughs> just right on top. I did have a hard boiled egg today because I had that moment where I, you know, it, I had accidentally bought. Um, because it said eggs on our shopping list because I guess they hadn't gotten taken off. And so I bought eggs, got home, and was like, we have like two cartons of eggs. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hard boil some of these eggs. Because so I always forget, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I like threw a half dozen in. Man, we just like tore through them in like three days because this is I, I this is what people tune in for. Is. What is your method of hard boiling eggs? I, oh, so yes. I look I, I look it up every time. I swear <laughs> to God, I okay. feel like I would have it down by now. But this time I try I'm trying to remember who did I use Food Network? Maybe I have two and only two methods I'm willing to use. One is the okay. instant pot. I put the eggs in, cover them with water, yeah, yeah. boil water. I mean, we have an induction stove, so the water boils pretty fast. Uh, and then I turn the heat off and leave them in the water for like, I think I did eight minutes this time and then run them under cold water for a minute. So you're going pretty standard. 
Yeah. I mean, are, are we getting... Is there a crazy way to do this that I'm not aware of? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I do one of two crazy ways. I yeah. either use the Instant Pot, which... That's what, Karen, that's what Karen does. Very peelable, hard-boiled eggs. We don't yeah. have it out usually, so it'd be like a production to like get it out and set it up, I guess. But then the other move that I, I actually learned from Kotke a thousand years ago is that I, uh, I steam them, right? So you, you get a little steamer basin in there. Sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're using like a, a inch of water. And you steam those bad boys, and then boom, those shells just like they, they don't even want to be there. Those shells are like ready to. How long you steam oh, that's a, How long you steam I, an egg I, for? Because that's that's a feature that I would enjoy. Although although the instant Karen does it in the instant button, usually they come off real easily. Yeah, I did struggle with the ones just from the. I think because that's when the I, thing. That's the thing. Boiling is a problem. When right? I rinse them under cold water, I think it doesn't get evenly. Like some of them came off really it was mm. not a problem, and then some of them you're like picking at little pieces of the shell, and that's just yeah. I would add them to the steamer basket, cover, and I will cook for uh, twelve minutes for hard-boiled egg maybe six minutes for a soft-boiled egg well okay all right i'm gonna try that next time i'm gonna try steaming an egg so uh we have breaking news right <laughs> sure from james thompson oh do we oh there's texts i i don't get texts <laughs> when we're on well i don't either but i just noticed it oh he's a he is, is the breaking news that he's a serial killer <laughs> the, the breaking news is that he looks like a serial killer i mean he'll eat some cereal I'm only sure. in one of those are all those taken at the same time mm. I don't. I'm concerned. I don't really know. Well, this is the same thing Jason so, Stell did. Oh, no. So yeah, no, yeah. But one a, of them looks like James's evil twin. <laughs> the third pick was last month, right? Oh, see, he should have taken them all at the same time. Or at least on well, the same day. No, he's comparing to... The right, previous. right. I guess he should have taken an immediate before and after. This is podcasting gold, by the way, describing James's photos. Anyways, talk about he doesn't pictures. Look, so there's a firmware update out for the Mac Studio display, and James is indicating that it's not that much better if at all although jason also posted it like it seems like the yeah, cropping did, issue is he did a youtube stream too Next, right? where he basically had because he's got his loner still his review unit right. and so he had a before and after so is this an official firmware update or is this a beta firmware update it's a beta they're... firmware update yeah. i believe yeah so it does seem to fix some things but it doesn't seem as good i mean it wasn't going to totally change the camera right that no that was just not yeah. happening but it fixed some of the issues especially with center stage it sounds like as well in terms of the delayed panning sometimes and the cropping when you turn it off so those yeah. are both good right. but it doesn't make anybody look any better. it's it's not a, it's not doesn't turn it into a 4k webcam right that's not happening yeah yeah i um there. <laughs> i had a moment the other day where i thought to myself maybe i should order a studio display and i'll tell you my reasoning the system works your reasoning wow. is apple promoted it and because you got thirsty what do i what do i look like molts here <laughs> <laughs> do i have one i do not am i getting one i am not you're the one who's actually thinking you're getting one well and i'll tell you why i have a rationale which is i want i, <laughs> I love I, shitty cameras yeah, i want a worse camera no it's that i was doing some uh streaming work on my i did some on my m1 air because my intel mac has just really sucked for streaming stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i used the air and i was using ecamm live which is a fine piece of software made by our pals at ecamm and it i had tried it on my intel imac and it didn't run very well i was like this is not working and then I installed it on the M1 after having talked to Jason about his experiences. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing on the M1. <laughs> like, it's actually optimized to use this architecture. And this, you know, is a, a way better processor in many ways than the i7 or whatever that's in my iMac. 
And I was like, well, now I'm doing this streaming thing where I have a stupid setup where I have like both computers on Zoom and I'm like, this is for like TPK stuff uh, or playing D&D. So I'm like, I'm on the iMac, but the stream is running off the laptop, which is sitting next to it on the desk. I'm like, well, this is just, this is just dumb. It, it reinforces to me that I need to replace my Intel <laughs> iMac with an Apple Silicon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And my thought process was... If they announce a Mac Mini at WWDC that has something better than an M1 in it, yep. I will buy that. But I won't have a display. And the current lag time on displays is long enough that if I order <laughs> one now, I might have it by the time a Mac Mini shows up. That's my rationale. Wow. That is... Um, hmm. That's taking. That's uh, assuming a lot, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Do you see any holes in this plan? <laughs> yes. I, actually, I only see holes in this plan. Yeah, really. It's, what if we built the entire plan out of holes? <laughs> the, anything that could go wrong has already gone wrong. It's bulletproof because <laughs> it's full of bullets already. Who would shoot at it? <laughs> it's bullet- that's true. You can't shoot something that's nothing but holes. Eh? That's the uh, I'm doing that smart guy gif. <laughs> can't shoot something if it's only holes. Yeah. I like that. I think it's a, an exercise for the listener to observe, but I think consciously or subconsciously, we are all avoiding the big story in tech by talking about all this other <laughs> bullshit, and I really appreciate that. Because that's because we're an Apple podcast. We we're not a it? we're not a Twitter podcast. What it, what it, what it, what of interest are we going to say about? You it? want our hot takes? Is that it? Wait, yeah. do, you guys yeah. saying you don't have unique takes that haven't yet been shared? <laughs> no, where would no. where would one share such a thing? Is there some sort of mm, digital town square in right. which we might? promulgate our ideas free of is, censorship is eworld back i'm at something.lexfry.mastodon.social slash app.net if you want to follow me there that's where i'm posting all <laughs> great my yeah yeah, Find yeah me. i do love i do love how, how easy to remember the mastodon <laughs> Oh my God. handles are i also <laughs> went to mastodon because i saw a bunch of follows come in on mastodon and it was like we're preparing your home like your your feed and it never loaded and i was like well yeah. that's fucked and well, left again i don't blame them. i mean you know uh, you know their, their fortunes are tied to how screwed up twitter is so it's not exactly their fault i saw people a couple of people i know talking about one called like what was it like counter dot social or something and i went to it and i was like i just want to know who's behind these things now and it's like you know oh we're a big uh you know no troll no abuse no ads no fake news and it all sounds like okay but like who is running this <laughs> yeah and i don't know i am I am very skeptical of any social network, basically, now that comes in trying to capitalize on Twitter dying. I also don't think Twitter is dying. I don't think Twitter is dying No, yet. I don't think it's dying either, really. Um, I think, here's I my... I hope he loses his money. <laughs> yes, I think he's going to lose his money, and I think that he is, could get bored fairly quickly. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. There's hope. Yeah. I mean, I think my take is, I don't think it's going to be good, but I'm also not convinced that... It, it will be as catastrophic as some people yeah. think it will be. Yeah. I, I yeah. not to say I, that I, I like Elon or I think his, I do not. I'm going to go ahead and say that I do not like Elon. Okay. Yeah. I'm bold gonna, bold choice. You want to tweet that? You want to tweet that and meet all his fans? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did block him yesterday. Though. <laughs> uh, you blocked Elon. Yeah. Well, that's Take until that, he Elon. buys it and unblocks himself right. from everybody. Mm-hmm. I know. I wanted to, I was kind of curious if that would happen. So, I mean, I, I dislike him a lot. And I was like, I don't dislike him enough to the point that like, I'm going to get rid of my cars because I already bought my cars. I already made the money for my cars. If I get rid of my cars, it doesn't hurt him or help him anyway. It does absolutely nothing. And I like my cars. I don't like him, but I don't know. I, I do think, 
and I'm saying it publicly here, and I said it publicly on Twitter. If he if he lets certain ex presidents back on, that'll be my yeah. deciding. Yeah, because like I it think, was easy think, enough for me to leave too. Facebook. Like, I think Facebook actively worked to help Trump get elected, and that was a lie yeah. for me. So I left Facebook. You saw Trump if, wasn't coming back though, because he's he's focusing so he on says. his own social so media. Yeah, his yeah, very so successful, uh-huh. very normal hand size. Actually, this is a great segue. This episode of Three Minutes brought to you by Truth Social. No, whoa, fuck off, <laughs> fuck all the way off. <laughs> I will I will burn this podcast to the ground before I let him sell an ad on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's not. I don't, I don't think any of us are going to be taking his money. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's, Unless uh, we're stealing it, in which case, well, totally, yeah, sure. Totally in cool which case, I'm going to give it to some charity that he's. But really it, it, I was talking to my oldest about Elon and Twitter. And I was like, you know, I, I hope that he doesn't make it terrible because I really love Twitter. And she's like, oh, that's not what I've been reading. I've been reading people saying like how awful Twitter is and how this is a great reason to leave. And I'm like, listen, Twitter is awful if you aren't, you know, carefully curating whatever else. But I really like Twitter. I, I like the news I get. I like the laughs that I get. And I have like people who are friends who I see most often there. And I appreciate those things. So I don't want it to go away. But I'm I'm. I felt the same way about Facebook, and yeah. I left there. Yeah. So. I, I, yep. I saw too. this from a, a writer I know, which I thought was a great point, which is like they were talking about like, well, where do I go? I mean, like, I go over to Instagram, but like I post pictures. I'm like, I'm a writer. Words is what I do. Like, What other social network is there that is focused around that in the way that Twitter is? And it's like, it's a fair point. I mean, you, you could go to TikTok or Instagram or whatever if you felt like and look, they all have their own problems. But back ping. <laughs> <laughs> vine man uh back the, to vine honestly i wish and and i have i'm unable to predict and i promise this relates what apple will do with iMessage ever I, it does feel like with latest ios updates they finally fixed iMessage status sharing better right like what statuses people are in or if they're in general or not i wouldn't mind at all if they brought back status messages like from aol instant messenger and i was hoping that could be my new twitter <laughs> seeing individual status messages from people in iMessage. Preferably especially if it has like uh like some emo uh music lyrics on it and you're like, oh I'm not I'm not messaging that person right now. They're into some stuff. Uh that's funny if you went to college in the early two thousands. Yeah. Late nineties, early two thousands. Sorry, John. In not, your day what helping. was that like you you put out a piece of like movable type and then print out a handbill? What was it? I'm not responding to any of this. <laughs> well it's gonna be a short show. <laughs> Well, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Is the show just based around insulting me? <laughs> I mean, it feels like it's probably based around insulting each of us in turn. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. While we all think about ways to compliment each other, this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Microsoft Lists. I think we all know the, the value of tracking information. Like you want to you keep tabs on what you're doing and be able to share the important things with others. Are you looking for a new way to track and manage work and life from start to finish? Microsoft Lists is here to help you clear your brain space and get organized. It doesn't take long to clear mine, by the way, but it all starts at lists.live.com. Microsoft kicked off a preview program to try lists with your Microsoft account, all designed for small business and individual use. Start by creating and sharing your lists with your work colleagues, partners, your soccer team, your neighbors, or your fellow podcasters. You might create a list of books or movies for your monthly meetings, track home improvement and important receipts throughout the year, or build out team rosters for your soccer team or volunteer group. At lists.live.com, you can get started quickly with ready-made templates. Use filters and views to visualize your information, which means you can have one list with many views. Then you can share your lists as links to get other people's thoughts and work together. You can do a lot with lists. 
The ready-made templates save you time or start blank and add in exactly what and how you want to track your information. It's super flexible and great for playlists or media lists for books or movie clubs, asset managers, team rosters, gift idea lists. I don't know about you guys, but my uh, list of people to whom I owe gifts every year only grows. So I, anything Still that can make that better, get on it, but, I'm you know, into. Okay. So go and try the preview now at no cost. Go to your browser and type in lists.live.com. That's lists.live.com. Sign up, sign in, and track what matters most. Check it out and let Microsoft know what you like and any feature requests. Our thanks to Microsoft for their support of this show and of my getting things done. I got, I got a question for you. You have, you have AirTags, right? I do, yeah. How do you update the so there's a, there's an app for them right is that is that it's the Find My app okay all right yeah. and that's how you would update I just saw that there was firmware, oh, there firmware updates firmware for AirTags I, I, like, yeah and I was I'm like, not gonna lie John how do you update? I haven't looked and haven't yeah. used one in all uh, basically since getting them like yeah yeah there's one in I think I have one in one of my backpacks that I travel with and one on my wife has one on her keys honestly don't remember where the I mean I guess I could find them. <laughs> What I, mean. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Oh, so technology. <laughs> am I right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I believe you're mistaken. It. Quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Really. That sounds right. Seem like it. Sounds right. Are we still talking about that stupid guy, or we've moved on? No, oh, I think he can get <laughs> fucked. I think that's the most important. That's right. Conclusion. That's right. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> get bent, Elon Musk. I uh I had an interesting experience. I talked to Alex a little bit about this over the weekend of uh with domain <laughs> names where I found a domain name that I have coveted for quite some time. I don't want to say it cuz I'm not still not sure <laughs> if I have it or not. <laughs> All right, you, you talked about this in the I mentioned some slacks yeah. too. Yeah. It was available, but it was listed as a premium domain. And my understanding of that essentially is it's a domain that has been registered at some point in the past. You know, somebody owned it and therefore it's not just like a brand new domain that you're creating out thin air and it's something that they have determined from whatever algorithms they use that it is in you know, some demand. Some kind of demand. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe people search on it. But the the sort of I don't know what the technical term for this. I keep wanting to say arbitrage. I'm not sure that's the right term for this, but essentially the the business on this is like let's see how much someone will pay for this because I went to a bunch of different Honestly, sites. I think that's all business, but continue. Fair point. <laughs> but what was wild about it was going to different sites, typing in the same domain name and like none of them were cheap. One of them the cheapest one I found I think was 295. That was $295. And then renewing after that at a normal like $15 rate. And I thought about that. I was like, all right, that's not, that's expensive, but not ridiculous. And then I went someplace else and the same one, they were charging (laughs) $1,100. And I was like, good grief. Okay, so let me think about this. It doesn't, like, so essentially my, my understanding is they have to go to whoever owns it now and negotiate for it. It's like a marketplace where essentially it's clear that this is for sale. Because even though somebody owns it, it's it's basically owned by like a registrar. In this case, it's owned by a registrar in China. So I'm not someone I'm going to go to directly and be like, hey, would you sell me this domain name? And they have to like negotiate for it and then get it. And so I assume these are all just profit margins they've built in to say, we're going to charge you, you being me, right. <laughs> X hundred dollars <laughs> to go and negotiate on your behalf and buy this. And it's like, well, are the people... Who charge eleven hundred dollars? Are they just shittier negotiators, <laughs> or are they equally <laughs> as good as everybody else and just charging a much bigger markup? And if so, why would I ever pay them? 
when I can go someplace else and get it for like 300 bucks. Right. I find it very confusing. And I, this is a domain name I've tried to grab a couple times in the past, but the dealing with that is a huge pain. I don't know if you've ever looked into like domain name auctions, what happens when one expires. Horrible. It's the process is just a, it is basically impossible if you are just a, an average person to get in there. And and because all these sites have like systems set up where they snap them up, right? So you really cannot get something. And I had kind of felt like, well, maybe on the one hand, maybe this domain name will, you know, I'll never be able to get it. On the other hand, maybe it's not as widespread as they think it is, and they'll be happy to have somebody pay something for it as opposed to nothing. In my professional career, as such as it is, I have you know, often at various jobs been tasked as the person who negotiates things, <laughs> even if they're not my department, like, hey, can you negotiate on this for us? And so I have in the past needed to negotiate for various domain names. Years ago, when I was at uh, the parent company of Earwolf, they had a subscription service called Howl, H-O-W-L, which eventually became Stitcher Premium. But there was a guy who had like Howl.com and we were willing to spend up to maybe $10,000 to get it. And the guy's like, a million dollars. <laughs> and they're like, Lex, can you negotiate? I'm like, yes, but not to the price we're willing to spend. And uh, there's a lot of times they don't end up selling, right? Like you have to be fortunate and lucky. Like you have to be the person who happened to own FB.com when sure. Zuck wants it. But yeah, the, those systems are all horrible. And I, I feel for you. I was never able to get a domain I wanted either. So I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. It sucks. Well, We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it comes to pass. They took. They took my money. So let's hope that they are delivering on good faith. But yeah, I don't know. It was a. I found it. I ended up going with something that was slightly more expensive because when I went to the place that was charging the lowest bid, I found they were like, "All right, we're going to kick you over to our partner to like do this." And then when I clicked through, mm. they had already like gone from like two ninety five to three hundred dollars. I was like, "Okay, I, I see where I see how this yeah, is going right. to get played out." So I went to one of the other registrars I which I've used in the past and felt generally pretty good about. And it was like fifty bucks more, but I was like, you know what, I'm willing to spend that for just not dealing with shenanigans. <laughs> so we'll see if I've been shenaniganed or not. Can we I name guess. the shenanigan site? Because I think it's the one that I use mostly. The shenanigan site I used? It was yeah. uh Namecheap, which yeah, I have. That's used. the one I usually use. Yeah. So. Which is the one I use as well. This was I went to Hover instead, which I've also had okay. good luck with. Okay. Yeah, I there use both of those. Yeah. There you go. Both both frequent podcast advertisers a long time ago. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but now all the domain names are gone. That's right. Yeah. We've used them all up. It was and a finite resource. <laughs> they, they now advertise new letters in hopes that people use those new fancy letters in their domain names. Mm. Mm. Emoji. Yeah. I think you can get emoji URLs, right? But it's just, I don't know. I, not everything supports end. them, I want to say, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't. But sometimes you can get words that are hard to pronounce in a URL, like howl or lists. And those that can be like, that's tough. That's real tough. Some of the words are hard to pronounce. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Uh, any other technology related stuff, or should we go back talking about our lunches? <laughs> so wait, this is like an upgrade to Twitter, where you're supposed to post about what you had for breakfast, or Instagram, where you post a photo of what you had for breakfast. Here, we're just talking about what we had for lunch. This is, this is, this true. is where podcasting was always going to go. This is true. Yeah. Lex, do we have any questions? It's an excellent question about questions, Dan. We do have some <laughs> listener questions. These oh. are folks who, of course, went to Rebound Prime, uh, and they support us at prime.reboundcast.com. You get a couple perks there. You can ask us questions, you can get bootlegs, and we record a bonus episode literally every single week. Uh, they also get uh, those Rebound Prime members get discounts on our shirts. We have a couple different shirts for sale at reboundcast.com slash shirts. 
Here are our questions. We got three questions in a row named after ourselves, so I don't know which Rebound Prime member was actually asking them. So <laughs> Bartender Dan asks, what is the most irrational superstition you have? Oh, that's oh. a good question. He's not just asking Dan that, right? Yeah, I assume right. that's for it's all It's Bartender us. Dan posing the question to all of us, and okay. then later we'll have a question from Therapist Lex, and then from some molts. Some? <laughs> S-O-M-E? Okay. The most irrational superstition I have. I mean, first of all, all superstitions are irrational by their nature, yes. are they not? So, uh, judging the most irrational one, I feel like is... Oh, man. I, I don't know. I am a fairly superstitious person. I did not know this about you. Yeah, I, I and I don't believe any of it, but I still am such a... It's got its hold on you. It does. I mean, like, I'm such a creature of habit, like, I... You don't have the same thing for lunch every day, so I I don't I don't follow this religiously, but I do put my pants on right leg <laughs> first, right right leg first every day. And if I put and if I accept for some reason put my left leg in first, I wonder if I'm going to have a bad day. Oh, you don't, but you don't take your pants off and put them on again. I don't do that. Okay. I don't go that well, far. Ship a but sail, I, but I think saying. about it. I think okay. about it. All right. I don't, you know, there's, I'm, there's another, there's, I know there's another one though. I can't, just can't I'm think of it. struggling to come up with a great example off the top of my head. Other than I will say generally, I'm a person who doesn't like talking about good things until they actually mm. happen mm-hmm. because I'm convinced mm. that I will jinx it yeah. if I talk that's about okay. it. But that's also, but that's also psychological, right? That's not, yeah. well, I mean, simply, all of them are psychological. <laughs> well, no, I know, but no, but I mean, that's, that's, that can have an effect on your own thought process, sure. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, my, my pants thing is not actually going to affect <laughs> my day. I yeah. don't believe in jinxing, so I will actively talk about things, but I know I, there's people who I won't talk about them with because they, they do hate exactly what Dan's talking about. I guess my closest superstitions that I have for irrationality, which as Dan said, they all are. It's probably Eagles related. Like I'll, I make sure to be wearing Eagles related clothing when the Eagles are playing, mm. mm-hmm. and typically want my socks to have some level of green in them <laughs> for no reason. But okay. that's yeah, right. that's probably mine. That's good. Yeah, I have a red hat that I won't wear. Where does that count? <laughs> you have a red hat that you won't wear. He it, yeah. he used to. He had a prior to MAGA hats, and then exactly. MAGA hats. Oh, exactly. I see. And I see. Exactly. I see. It's like okay. and I was I wore, you, continue to wear it for a while, and Karen was like, "You got to stop wearing." That's that not. Now. That's not superstitious. <laughs> that's just a good idea. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit. There was also a superstitious element to it. But <laughs> he wrote a little tiny knot on it, and then a giant MAGA underneath it. But it wasn't working. Like, <laughs> no, MAGA wasn't a great idea. No, it was the Tacoma. It was the Tacoma Rainiers hat. Well, therapist Lex asks, "What is a moment you realized you were wrong, and what was the cause of this epiphany?" I'm still waiting for that to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. When I was wrong about, I mean, anything. Yeah. What was the cause of it? Oh, I know. I know the moment I realized I was wrong. I once, many years ago, made John Moltz a guarantee, and I was wrong about that guarantee. <laughs> yeah, speaking of red hats. Mm, that's true. Mm. And ha- what, <laughs> what made you realize? Yeah. Yeah. What made you realize? Uh, the <laughs> networks. Remember, the remember television networks at around 6 a.m. Yeah. while I was oh on a cruise. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have. I mean, I, I've certainly been wrong a lot. Enough that this doesn't really like. I don't have a particular incident that stands out. <laughs> I've been. Let me put it this way. I've been wrong about food. How about that? Okay. For years, growing up, I, for years, I didn't really like Mexican food or tacos because my experience growing up was like the tacos you got in like school, where it's like the hard oh, corn yeah. shell and the gross ground right. beef and lettuce and tomato. And I was like, I don't like any of those things except maybe the taco shells, which are basically just 
tortilla chips. Right. And it was not until my wife convinced me to go with her to a taco place. I think it was actually one of the ones here locally that we still frequent. And I was like, wait a second, tacos can be like this? This is really good. <laughs> and I've become a taco convert since that point. So I will say that was an instance I was wrong. And I was shown the, the right way by my wife, to whom I am eternally grateful. I think the word is to convert, but that's, that is a good one. Mm. I think that's someone who lives near John and commutes. No? That's... <laughs> Dan, be a Mexican, not a Mexican. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Moltz, have you ever uh, been wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, we don't have that much time. But like a, a couple of years ago, I made some dumb joke on Twitter again. Um, and I mean, I'm trying to remember specific. exactly how I phrased it. It was, Musk will never buy this the thing. The upshot was, the upshot, something, something in the way it was phrased insinuated that only women have periods. And it's not true. A trans man can have a period. And somebody pointed out that I was being exclusionary. And, and the, the, the great thing about this was the people who pointed it out to me were very nice about it. They were like, hey, I get it. You're making a joke. But uh, by the way, you're not really right. And I was like, uh, thank you. That is <laughs> you. You were not a jerk to me. And you could have easily been because I was I was wrong. So uh, it was a really good interaction. And I learned something. And now I know better. That's that's a good that's one. Good. That's good. Uh, and some Moltz asks, what is the smell you associate with your childhood? Uh, Moltz is going to go with napalm. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions about that answer for him. Somebody was high and sent us some questions. I don't know what happened. I'm not close, but uh, I'm, I'm burning plastic. <laughs> I used to, as a kid, I used to make models a lot. And mm. um, and then when I was done, I would I would heat up an X-Acto knife and cut them apart and like make, they're usually spaceships. And then I would make new spaceships with parts from the old spaceships. Oh, look at this guy. This is, this is something you should not do. <laughs> <laughs> and may explain a lot about me, actually. Because mm. mm-hmm. I probably inhaled way too many plastic fumes i have three that spring to mind i i loved <laughs> sniffing glue basically but i loved the rubber <laughs> cement smell loved uh so that was <laughs> I'm, oh, worried about, oh. I'm worried well, about both the, of you. the mimeograph paper did you oh, guys yeah. have the mini no. mimeograph yeah we had mimeo- yep we had mimeograph okay yeah oh then, man honestly my dad's aftershave is one like he still uses the oh, same one he gets some oh, expensive okay. aftershave that yeah. he's always used and Cigar smoke. My grandfather smoked cigars. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. My dad never, to my memory, ha- ever in my presence smoked a pipe, but he had a pipe. Oh. Yeah. And, and like, I loved <laughs> chewing on that thing when I was like, uh, like, I should not have been. Let me put it this way. I was like in first grade or something. I, I borrowed it for like my Sherlock Holmes costume for a Halloween. And like just the tobacco like smell you could like it was empty right but i was still probably sucking in tobacco smoke yeah. from that sucker yeah, yeah right. i remember in it was years, outgassing yeah years later i uh i had to do a presentation in junior high school which required dressing up as the person you're presenting as and i did back to back for the same teacher i had two classes one was about like the the 40s and one was about the 50s maybe the 30s and the 50s and i dressed up as george burns and milton burl and for george burns i had a cigar <laughs> i was a very strange middle schooler and like my 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 teacher was like super concerned like it's like you're gonna give yourself lip cancer with that cigar it's like all right it's probably not good that i'm chewing on this thing but like i was chewing on it for maybe like an hour you know right. if that it's probably fine <laughs> The only other one that comes to mind is not a positive thing, but like starting in high school, I occasionally dealt with a phantom smell, which was really like a burning plastic kind of smell. Eventually went away on its own. And then I had it again, like as an adult, I already had kids. So it was, it, it was I don't know if I had all my kids. So it was in the past decade, let's say. 
And enough that I had to see a neurologist and then went to see an ENT. And then eventually they decided that it was a physical thing and not a, a like a, a nose issue and not a, a brain issue. And various nose medicines eventually cleared it up. But it was horrible. Like I would always smell burning plastic all the time. That's not <laughs> great. It was awful. So that's yeah. my other one. But it started my senior year of high school and then went away and then came back. I was see, the only other ones that I sort of really associate are like specific place smells like like my grandmother's house right like it had that like sort of musty-ish smell to it like <laughs> that's it old person smell. but like yeah. have you ever been like uh, there we had these like really old like i don't pillows i want to say at one point that were like couch pillows that just had a kind of a musty smell to them we eventually gave them away to my uncle who's got like a a cottage down on the lake and like you know we all give all our, our old shit there when we don't need it anymore like, yeah do you need the old pillows do you need the old pots and pans whatever Anyways, I just remember one time when I was I was in studying in Scotland when I was in college and I was going down the stairwell and I just had one of those moments where you catch a smell and yeah. you are transported to a place oh, like yeah. and I had that yep. I was like frozen on the stairwell like oh my god it smells like those pillows that are at my uncle's lake house this is so people weird piling there was up behind nothing Dan nothing there yeah yeah people tripping down the stairs <laughs> what is your what is your problem move I, it i was alone and it made me very homesick at the time too because i was like stuck in scotland didn't have any friends <laughs> <laughs> story of my life without the scotland uh, <laughs> sorry james <laughs> we have a few more questions but before we get there, it's hard to imagine. Spring is almost here. I'm imagining it right now. It's hard as it is. I'm imagining. We are so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet. But first, we need to get our lawns back. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses... Basically, Dan's lunch. You can feel good with kids and pets being around. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes fewer than 15 minutes, and best of all, this stuff really works. Uh, I used to get Sunday. Uh, or I guess that's the URL. I use Sunday and it really does work. And it's frankly fun to do. You attach that thing to your hose and just start spraying and you really look like you know what you're doing, which I appreciate. And my lawn looks great. Uh, Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129 and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit getsunday.com slash rebound. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this show and lawns everywhere, of course. I'm not saying you should do this, but if you get Sunday, you could actually eat your lawn as a salad for lunch. Oh, well, be careful where you live, though. I don't really know that, but it's pretty close, at least. Our, our soil around here has a lot of lead in it, so please don't eat the grass. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, we have arsenic and cadmium in our in our soil. Cadmium cream eggs or <laughs> no, sadly, the, the other <laughs> the bad kind. Listener Jonathan asks. Which title sequences for recent TV shows you've watched, and oh, more yeah. specifically their soundtracks, do you think slaps the most, as the kids say? Oh, Peacemaker oh, okay. feels Different top question. tier, and I just started Tehran on Apple TV+, and it feels like it fits on a top 10 list, too. On the flip side, it also feels like Game of Thrones gave every studio the idea that minute-long title sequences are a requirement, stares at Star Trek Picard. <laughs> this question is barely answerable for me. I don't even know that I have one, but do you guys have an answer for this? Sure. Yeah, I do. I, I do. 
Um, do you really want to do? You like, really want to? Peacemaker taste? is pretty fantastic. That is <laughs> it's a great. great. I will yeah. say we watched the first episode the other night of Pachinko, and that has a great opening credit sequence. I will say yeah, that's nice too. I like that. Yeah, it really does. That's that's one of the. I thought the question was going to be which ones, which opening credit sequences do you never skip? Ah, yeah, um, and that's true. that's one of them. Um, I have skipped Severance, but that's a really good one too. It's great, but it's long and it's, it's kind of right. like it's, this show is spooky. already <laughs> depressing yeah. enough. Yes, I don't right. need more. I don't need more of it. <laughs> I will say, um, most of the neither the Marvel ones or the Star Wars ones really have intro credits at all. Star Trek Prodigy has a has a good. I was going to say low, lower decks. Song. Lower decks has yeah, a lower decks great theme too. song. Yeah, I think Prodigy's is better. I mean, it's very Star Trekky. It's very old style sure. Star Trekky. I mean, Lower Decks is basically a '90s Trek theme song, like yeah. start to finish. Right. Yeah, which I enjoy. Picard's sucks. <laughs> yeah, Picard's is not good. This discos I like. All right, uh, I enjoy the the music. It grew it's on okay. me. It's okay. I don't. I don't love it though. Expanse. I want to ask you guys a question that's not the question, oh, which yeah? is what theme song do you hear when you hear the HBO sound? Ooh, thing? that's a so good like, one. It's like, Duh. and then what theme song do you hear next? For me, it's the it's H- almost certainly uh, the, the static at the beginning of the HBO bug, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, like when I hear that, my brain immediately goes bum 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 da da da, like the Kirby enthusiasm yeah. thing. Think ooh, that's a good question. I'm not sure that's, I have one, um, but I mean, probably, probably the wire. But it's there's too many versions of that theme song. Yeah. They're all God, every hated different. that theme song. I know that's <laughs> maybe. Not popular, I mean, I, I it would probably be Game of Thrones for me. Yeah, Game of Thrones is up one. there for sure. Yeah, because it definitely had that element. Like, and there's a lot of shows on there that don't that either don't immediately lead into the theme song or right uh, don't really I think have. That's the I problem. just We'll talk about we'll probably talk about TV stuff later, but I just watched the premiere of the third season of Barry, which doesn't really have a theme song at all. Gotta get on that. So, yeah, there's a lot of good ones on there. There's too much. I can't. Carnivality had a good one too. I will say, I love that show. It was a weird show. But these are supposed great. to be recent shows, so I don't think that counts. Well, for for HBO, for your HBO question, gotta gotta get yeah, 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 right. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, I, the recent one. I feel like there's too many to name on the recent ones. There's certainly like. There's certainly a really a lot of great theme songs, but yeah. One of the ones, one of the show, one of the intros that I really like is for Beforeigners. Um, I forget what the song is. The song is an old song, um, and it's an American song, even though the show is set in Norway. But uh, it's just it just shows city scenes, um, and they do a different city scene every. You know, they do a different collection of city scenes every time, and so you almost think that the show is starting. Um, but it's also just it's well done. I was so, going to say the slow... I watched that as well. The Slow Horses theme is pretty good. I haven't watched that one. People seem to really like that show. Oh, the, the, the song, it's a pop song used as the cover, but the show, the Alex Ryder show, which is like a British spy show, has a really great like pop song as the as the title sequence. All-Star? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not that body. one. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hanging up. There, there was actually a... a uh, a prank at the uh, a wedding I attended this past weekend where when it was time for the bride and groom to do their first dance, somebody had uh, provided the DJ with an extremely mellow version <laughs> of that song uh, of All Star. And it was quite funny. Listener Jack Carlson, he's got a nickname in there, Jack Jeeber Carlson, says, we've gone from BBS to forums to blogs to podcasts. What's the next big thing? Uh, I believe your question assumes facts, not an answer. I don't think the BBSs were ever a big thing. I can't swear that forums are. 
Well, but mean, so we went from BBS to forums to blogs. Well, it's like evolutions of online communities, I yeah. guess, sort of. Yeah, right. I'd say. I mean, like they they were a big thing for people who are online, and and they they sort of peaked in that, right? It's like blogs still exist. Yeah. They're just not as popular as they probably were 15 years ago. Right. But I mean, you know, what is a you go to a site like The Verge or something, and honestly, what is that if not a blog? <laughs> right. No, I agree. I, I wasn't. I wasn't debating the blogs yeah. were a big thing. I don't know. Were we all going to be in like some sort of metaverse, sitting around a table I playing guess poker? Yeah, I guess it's going to be some sort of VR, right? I don't know. Uh, uh, no. That's yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not convinced. In the same way that I don't think like video calls overtook audio calls. I don't think that. You know. Are we living in the same 2022? I would say that at least at, in in work, yes, they are. Well, that's have. fair. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. fair for work stuff. I'm thinking about like. Oh, you're I talking like Dick Tracy, regular style. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. when I want to call somebody, and I mean, granted, call somebody. Haha. <laughs> I guess if you I call never, people, you I should almost, never call people. I usually do FaceTime rather than like. So. I feel like I FaceTime, except for the exception of maybe like my mom, who I talk to on the phone. Like I don't talk to that many people on the phone either. <laughs> it's funny. I only FaceTime my parents. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird world we're living in. It's a good question, Jack. I don't know if we know the answer, because if we did, we'd be richer. Oh, what about a site where you can all <laughs> post stuff, but it's only like 140 characters? It's terrible. Two more questions. iFix.cz says, I think this one is quite obvious, but <laughs> will you stay on Musker or where will you go? <laughs> I, I've already said where my line is. Yeah. I, yeah. I, my line is basically the same as... I think I, when John and Lex, Lex leave... <laughs> what's the point right, right. Why well good 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 call the problem is plan. for me that like so much of this it's a it's the biggest following i have on any social media service by a yeah. lot yeah and i B, would never del- i i don't think i would delete my account at all i just i um, need to but promote stuff like i don't know where else to go to do that so that's the the bind yeah. i find myself in is that it's right. like well if i want to you know promote my new book or something like where I, I can post it on instagram but i have way fewer followers on instagram i don't go on facebook yeah i have no other options i'm kind of locked in here so that is frustrating uh let me introduce you to the world of direct mail dan <laughs> <laughs> and that, well that's honestly it's what your podcasts are going to be for finally mahir wants to know if you were a Batman villain, what would be your recurrent theme? Would Moltz force everyone to wear custom t-shirts? I have to say, the questions are getting harder. <laughs> the, t- the t-shirt master. <laughs> yeah, Lex, what's yours? Is it the, uh, are you, are you? I think I'd be, I, I, like, the, the, they've got a Joker and they've got a Riddler. I think I would be a, a punster. I think that's what I would want to go for the dad joke yeah. guy. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> the dad joke. From the worst, the worst Batman villain ever. <laughs> oh, man. I would be the uh the crier. <laughs> Are you thinking like a town crier or just somebody weeping? No, just crying. Okay. Just weeping That's pretty constantly. bad. That's pretty bad. It's basically a baby, isn't it? <laughs> what if that male villain was a baby? Nailed it. I was going to say it's like the the guy who uh keeps trying to fix Batman's Wi-Fi network. <laughs> Oh, the IT <laughs> Batman, you'll the never IT get online guy. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, the cable guy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. 